Hello and welcome to This Dummy, the podcast about dumb things, fun things, and another thing. I'm your host, David Clark, and this week, Jacob and I show up late with Nicki Minaj, cause a scene with Ben Carson, and overstay our welcome with Justin Timberlake. It might sound crazy, but it ain't no lie. Oh, hey, okay. We're ready. Oh, hey, yeah, we did it. Welcome back. <laughs> Thanks. It's good to be back. I feel like it's been ages, but it, maybe it's it just been It feels that way, yeah, but it actually hasn't been that long. Yeah, it has, but it, it, it feels like an eternity. <laughs> I'm so glad we're re- reunited. For sure, big reunion. What a great show. Uh, last week, Get Out, movie review spectacular. Oh, yeah, Grant and Jamila were great. I was talking Shout to Shout out to uh, Grant and Jamila. That was a lot of fun. I love like listening to it. I was like, of course, like sitting at my computer talking to my screen. I know it felt like a different show. <laughs> yeah, I was like, hey. Yeah. Um, although I did have to take my earbuds out, like, because I didn't want to spoil the movie yet. I was so gonna say, did you see there it? There were parts where I was like, I don't want to hear it. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. Yeah. So haven't seen it yet. I Planning know. on seeing. All it. of us are on our second and third viewings. I know. You but I really feel it. like it's it's very important to go to Magic Johnson theaters to watch it. I feel like that's the only place you can really enjoy it. I can't believe you went to uh, Arclight to go. and I know, I went to Arclight twice to see it with white people. But I gotta say, that also felt very important. Just the experience of going to see it with that many white people culturally was a very interesting experience. I don't think I'd have done it a different way. So you were like the only black man in the audience. And then you got up. Did you do the, like, you know how at Arclight they do the presentation? Did you get up and have something to say? I told everybody to turn off their cell phones. I said, don't come find me after this movie because I know how y'all get. Um, (laughs) Don't talk to me. Yeah, don't take me by the shoulder and try to have a moment. Right. It's great. Yeah. And it looks like it's on pace to cross $100 million this weekend. So Wow. That's a big deal considering it only costs like four and a half million dollars to make. It's incredible. I hope I hope he's getting a good, nice, chunky profit. Yeah, me too. And I, I love that it's such like a big successful debut for, for Jordan Peele because I'm excited for whatever else he's gonna be able to do because of that. And also like Daniel yeah. Kaluuya. Hopefully we'll see him in a lot more projects. Well, if Samuel Jackson has anything to say about it. He better not be playing an African-American. Did you hear about that? (laughs) No. What did he say? Well, I guess there was some reports saying he was being interviewed and he said, I don't know if he was, I I know because I don't have the actual article in front of me, but he was basically saying that a lot of times uh, black roles, black American roles are, um, are cast and given to British actors. And a lot of times that happens because people in the industry think that they're better trained and they're also cheaper uh, in terms of like pay scale. So there was a little bit of a dust up this weekend uh, after that sort of came out. And I think that uh, John Boyega responded on Twitter and said, you know, can't we all just get along? <laughs> I think it's. I think. I think. It, I think everything is resolved because they're all making tons of money. But well, yeah, yeah Sam, especially Sam, Sam Jackson. Right, especially Sam. Yeah. especially Sam. He's doing fine. But that is an interesting point. Yeah. I didn't realize he was ready to build a wall. <laughs> I, yeah, I guess. He, yeah, he's trying to build a uh, you know a, a movie a movie wall here. Um, yeah, he wasn't really. I don't. I don't think he 
I was I think he was just sort of making a an observation. I don't think it was necessarily a protest or anything. All right. Just an observation. Point taken, Mr. Jackson. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. we'll take that on advisement. But that was Maybe interesting. Be... I didn't even realize Daniel Kaluuya was British until I went back and looked him like, where have I seen this face before? And I realized he was from that episode and of Black Mirror. Down to be British. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. Oh, right. Mary Poppins. <laughs> I remember now. Well, um, how was your weekend? What'd you do? Um, it was good. I haven't really done too much. I've just been working a whole lot. I just went into production on a very busy network television show. And so I am just stressed. I'll be stress eating until August, essentially. And so I'm taking my Uh weekends very seriously and trying to decompress and relax. Yeah. You just got to just take it easy. Yeah. Recharge your batteries. You know, I kind of recharged my batteries this weekend, too. I had like a a very super Sunday, you know, I didn't go out anywhere. I stayed at home, you know, cause I'm kind of like a homebody. I don't really like to get out there. I, you know, yeah, I, don't I don't need to be out up. there I, twirling in the streets. Yeah, no, I'm not turning up. I'm turning in for the night and the yeah. day. Fantastic. So I hung out. I mean, I fried some chicken yesterday. That, that oh, turned out really well. You that go. Was nice. I, I definitely had like a like a sister Jenkins spends like her Saturday afternoons relaxing. Chicken and a biscuit. I watched it was it, I it, I watched uh, Greenleaf. I watched a couple episodes of Greenleaf. Have Lord, you ever seen that show? Have mercy on me. No, I <laughs> haven't seen that show. <laughs> What's going on? I don't know. Yeah, I just had it was kind of like one of those easy breezy, you know, afternoon situations yeah watch some greenleaf yeah i had never seen it before either i don't know what kind of inspired me to start binge watching i only watched like the first couple episodes but um i actually kind of got into it i think because it's just so it's simple it's not too sophisticated and complicated if anybody out there hasn't seen it it's basically like empire for the delivered you know what i mean it's about like this like mega church in Mm -hmm. tennessee and one of the daughters of the pastors comes back because her sister, you know, mysteriously dies or commits suicide. She's basically doing like a law and order special victims unit for, for, for Jesus kind of like investigation about the whole thing. And Oprah Winfrey guest stars on it as like the, the no-nonsense sister of the matriarch. And Oprah like runs this bar and she's got like these uh, corkscrew She runs a bar? Rocking. She runs a bar. Okay. Yeah. And it's suddenly I'm very interested. It's called Auntie M's Place or something like that. Interesting. So, yeah. So Oprah makes a couple of uh, uh, random appearances every now and then. And uh, you should check it out. Mm. I don't know. I think you can stream it on, maybe you can stream it on Netflix. I kind of don't want to get hooked into another thing. Please I am treat yourself conceptually resistant to this. I don't know why, especially it, when you say it's kind of like kind of like Empire. You know, I'm already very busy working my way back through the back seasons of Parenthood on NBC. Oh, right, going back to that. Mm-hmm. I'm already up to season four, so I don't know. I'll be done in in two seasons, so maybe I'll check out Greenleaf then. Okay, you can check. That'll it out be the there. next opening in my schedule. The, the The curious thing is, is that like the pastor of the mega church. Is the the dude from Round for a Dream the double dildo dude? Who? So that really kind of just throws you off. You know the guy, like the guy at the end of the movie, and Jennifer Connelly is like the, like a part of like that whole like sex ring at the end, and he's like the black guy who's like ass to ass. 
I have no, no? idea. Is this the House of Sand and I've Fog? Seen, I have no idea. No. no. <laughs> have you seen Requiem for a Dream? No? Oh, yeah. I have seen Requiem for a Dream, but not since okay. like, college. I've only seen it once, and I will only see it once, because it was that scarring of a movie. But I do remember him, because he was, you know, he was in that film. Anyway, so a departure from Requiem, he played this pastor of this mega church but all but also this church is like very kind of shady and they don't they do very unscrupulous things so there's a lot of corruption and obstruction and confusion hmm. over there in greenleaf okay i'm telling you you should look at it go look at it yeah also was, about that. you know it was the highest rated premiere for own network so it must people are watching it's the highest rated premiere for own what does that say <laughs> what does that say I mean, I guess it's exceptional in the sense that it beat a Tyler Perry something or other on Exactly. Yeah. So I guess that's newsworthy, I suppose. But beyond that, I'm not sure. Well, go on the journey with me. I I tried with you. I tried Suits, you know. Did you? I'm still working on that. Okay. Oh, that's interesting. All right. I Mm -hmm. guess I have to, because that is some obscure arcanum. I'm surprised that you took the bait with that one. I know I did. I went full, full, fully in. But hey, yeah. Gina Torres is on that show, and you can't go wrong with her. You know, yeah, you. I love me some Gina Torres. She always gives you a very good hair moment. She really does. She's on, on the catch show. now. She so she's over in Shondaland. The catch just came back Excuse- this week. Oh, really? Is it any better than last season? Have they changed it up a little bit? Uh, not really. But Gina Torres is there, which you know, it's got my attention. We'll take it. Yeah, I'll take we'll take it. it. The the main character Grace Greenleaf she she's a kind of like a Pantene dream too she gives really good hair choreography and swings and it's a nice beautiful blowout see now these are the selling points these are the selling points for us don't come at me and say it's kind of like Empire because I'll stop listening after that you tell me it's a Pantene dream you tell me Oprah runs a bar and then I'm all, already yeah. putting it in my queue I yeah I kind of like buried the lead there I should have just gone straight out with Oprah's in it, and she plays a sassy barmaid. Yeah, I'd have cleared. Well, Oprah's in it, and she plays a sassy barmaid. Oh wow! I can't wait to check it out. Perfect. Okay. <laughs> there we go. Gabby Sidibe is in the news too. You know, because of her slim down. Yeah, she slimmed down. Yeah, snatched up, and she wrote a book about it too. I do love me some Gabby. Me too. I love Gabby. I love all the you black know- Gabbies. Gabrielle Union. Yeah, yeah. Is that accurate? I think that's all yep. of them. That's all I meant to say. No, no, no. Then there's also Gabby, Gymnastics Gabby. Oh, yeah, that's right. Gabby. Hmm. Douglas. Gabby Douglas. There you go. Is that right? That's right. Oh, boy. They're going to rescind our black cards. <laughs> yeah. Gabby Douglas. Yep. All the black Gabbies. So we do like all those Gabbies. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, back to, back to uh, Empire. Empire Gabby. Gabby has slimmed down. She's trimmed down. She had gastric bypass. Um, she decided to make that choice. Um, and she was in People Magazine talking about it. And she said that, you know, she did it basically um, for medical reasons. She was on the verge of diabetes. And, you know, she didn't want to constantly think about losing her toes. So that's what um, I mean, motivated her to take. That's compelling reason take, enough. Take Good for her. To make the change. Yeah. 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 And she looks great. She looks great. She does. I kind of always think she looks great. Do you follow her on Instagram? She's a lot uh, of fun. Yeah. yeah, she's a lot of fun. She's always been really lighthearted and funny. She said for the first time, though, she really does truly believe that she's a beautiful person. And that's that's great. That's Go, go on, Gabby. Go on, Gabby. Yeah, it's important for our Gabbies to have high self-esteem. 
I don't believe Gabby Union struggles in this area. No, no, she's not giving any any hoots. She's, in that, in she's that got post-game. all the confidence in the world if she could sit up there mm-hmm. and try to sell us a wine that tastes like vanilla pudding. Well, that's what I'm saying. If you can get up there and actually try to hawk a, a wine called vanilla pudding, you know you must have all the confidence. Yeah, you've got to project that. No doubt. Vanilla pudding. Um, speaking of things I took took a chance on, uh, Amy Schumer has a new special on Netflix that came out this week, and I took a chance just, on that. So did I. I did last night. I was very, very hesitant to press play. Uh-huh. And, and after pressing was, play, where did your hesitation go? After pressing play, like the first five to seven minutes, I was like, oh, I don't know. But something really caught me. Yeah, I'm curious to know. What? what? Because you, did you, did you, it didn't happen for you? No, it just had me questioning everything about Amy Schumer. Really? Okay. I don't think stand-up is her forte, strangely well, enough. Yeah, and you know what? I think that, I don't know if this is indicative of anything, but Homegirl just did Trainwreck. And then I think she's doing another movie with Goldie Hawn. But right. then she drops this Netflix special. And she which just makes- had an HBO special, the one she did at the Apollo, that just came right. out. Right. But then she had like that, like the last season of Amy Schumer, which didn't really do that great in the ratings. Mm-hmm. Is there a paper situation? Is there a career problem happening? Is there a little turbulence? No, I actually like, think I it's. Know. I think it's quite the opposite. I think that really? she, yeah, those she is really trendy and zeitgeisty. The first few seasons of uh, Inside Amy Schumer were very successful. She really captures, I think, this moment. People like her as a personality, and she's cashing in. So I'm not faulting her for this. Trainwreck, get your money. Comedy specials, get your money. Apparently, Netflix is paying a lot, a lot of money for all of these high-profile comedy specials, so I'm sure she made a ton off of that. Do it. I just think she's turning out too much material in too short a time frame, and so the quality isn't there. Well, that's what I'm saying. Everything just, just seems really diluted and not that, not that good. Yeah, but I did, I did, I did have a couple of, I did have a couple of laughs. Sure, although they couple... weren't that memorable because I can't, I can't give you any examples. Exactly, of when I actually did laugh. But also, a couple hours and a couple chuckles in sixty minutes is not that great. It's not, no, not an impressive return. It, you know, this is nothing compared to you know Ali Wong's Baby Cobra. That's yeah. my go-to comedy special on Netflix right now. Until, you know, Chappelle's drops, which I think it's in a couple of weeks, actually. Yeah. Which, fingers his, crossed. I think he's got two or three this year or something. It's the first two dropping yeah. next month? Something like that. I think that. that they are, yeah. Here's mm-hmm. the thing, though, about Netflix. Netflix really had me going. It's like they tried to make us think they were the new HBO with all this original content. And, and also the comedy special. But the thing about HBO is that HBO is really selective with content. So it still feels very prestige and like very high quality. Mm-hmm. And even if it's a show that like I'm not interested in at all, like say Westworld or something like that, and you can still be confident that the show is going to be high quality. Netflix is like Costco. They have everything. They sell electronics and they sell cereal and they sell clothes. And it's like everything mm-hmm. comes in enormous quantities. And some of it is great. And a lot of it is trash. But, like, overall, it feels like a good deal, so you keep coming back to it. And that said, I feel like you need to watch your step with these comedy specials. Because I watched this one, and it wasn't that great. And I watched, uh, like, Mike Verbiglia just had one. I watched that last week. I know a lot of people like him. Also not that great. So it kind of has me nervous for Chappelle's show coming out. I think Seinfeld has one later this year. Chris Rock just signed a huge deal. It definitely gives me pause. And I think the ones that Dave releasing, these are not like original Netflix produced ones. These are 
you know, specials that were kind of was hit, like sitting in the vault for it. So yeah. who knows what that means? Um, I just really hope it's not like one of those Lauren Hill situations where she tries to drop. Yes. What was that song? Water. Schizophrenic. <laughs> Frequencies. What, was it, the, what did she call it? The one she came back after her uh, tax troubles. <laughs> yes. Or the one right after, even that, the one right after Miseducation, where she went unplugged with the acoustic guitar. No, I'm talking about the one after the tax troubles. That like it was just kind of like a rambling, yeah, stream whatever that was. of consciousness back to a weird sort of like heavy metal, like drum drum solo. Do you remember it was that a one? schizophrenic hate rant. Yeah, I do remember that. I just well, remember listening to it. And listen to this. Can and we just listen to it for a second? crazy she was. I just want to listen. Ugh. Okay. Now, since we've had that sonic cleanser, how about we listen to new music from Nicki Minaj? Mm, all right. Speaking of disappointments, why don't we transition right into that? New Nicki. You can't be Pablo if your work ain't selling. What the fuck is this bitch in Helen? I would have helped you out that pitch you fell in. I am the generous queen. Asked Miss Ellen, tried to drop another one. You was itching to scrap. You exposed your ghost right and how you wish you was scrapped. Heard your pussy on yuck. I guess you needed a pat. What type of bum bitch shoot a friend over a rack? What type of mother leave her one son over a stack? Little boogie down basic. Okay. So she wants no frauds. No frauds. This is, I guess this is, is, is this, this is the clap back to. Uh, Remy Monster. Yeah, nice of her to finally show up. How long? Two weeks later. Three Two weeks. weeks yeah, a day late, a dollar short. So are you? You're not here for it. It sounds like not really. I mean, this would have been really good the day after, like if she'd committed sure. to her own 72 hour timeline and turned the shit around over the weekend and came back on Monday with some hotness. Yeah, this would have been a decent response. But two weeks well, later, well, the dog ate the homework, and she needed a little bit more time. Apparently, yeah, I guess so. Maybe she had to put so, in her order with her ghostwriter. <laughs> well, that's what everybody's saying Wayne. too. They're saying, well, they're saying that I, I know that like she, they, she dropped three songs this weekend. Um, it was the Paris three pack that she was calling it, and I think that another one was called "Regret in My Tears." But there's a lot of speculation that ghostwriter on that song is Party Next Door. Apparently, Party Next Door was fading a lot of tweets indicating as such so but she wasn't here for that she said party next door has never heard or seen any of regret in my tears again fine okay fine i mean you know nikki responded to remy by posting on instagram as well but i think that she's probably already she's taking it she's always taking stuff down we can't yeah i mean the internet is forever which is not that always like to backspace and delete and erase things anyway nikki said something to the effect that you know she doesn't need to write a clapback record when she's writing hit records. Right. I think she wrote "Dis records can't be lies. Great disc records are facts, first of all. And then she said uh, here at Young Money, we don't do disc records. We do hit records and diss you oh. on them. Oh. Alright. I mean, you can't you can't delete the screenshots, Nikki. It's not like, a, it doesn't come back really hard. I mean, she didn't really give us seven minutes. No, she, she did. did. I mean, are we supposed to total up those three tracks? Because even then... <laughs> How much time yeah. are we looking at? 
And we talking about but, her versus if she's splitting the time between Drake and Wayne. I must say though, I don't know. These are original beats that aren't going to get pulled off of SoundCloud or iTunes anytime soon. You know, Remy's run into a little bit of trouble with her uh, clearance of the track, so I don't even I, I don't even know if it's available online anymore. I know they had to pull it down off of Spotify. That's and true. I mean, that's the struggle of being independent. Nikki's a big corporation. Yeah. I mean. She's a mom and so, pop. Nikki's a corporation. These are Mar- Mariah truths. But she did yeah. also challenge Remy Ma to, um, she offered her a half million dollars if she could accomplish one, dropping a hit record within 72 hours, and two, booking a show and doing an interview without referencing her sheath or target, which is Nikki. Okay. So which the I clock think is, is ticking. Ticking, but bullshit. I'm not recognizing her clock because she took two weeks to show up to the game. Talking about queens don't run but, on peasant time. Sorry, that doesn't fly. Your credibility's <laughs> gone out the window. Why am I still so mad at Nicki Minaj? You were very mad at her, and I mean, you know, I, I, um, I, I don't mind. I don't mind Nicki. I don't have that. I don't have that much anger in my heart. That's really but where I should be. Something is stirring in your spirit with this. What is it? I don't know. I can't say. Hmm don't know what it is all right well maybe we should move on because i don't want you to like you know my uh, blood pressure bust a, bust a blood vessel or anything yeah i can't all go to work stress. tomorrow with a big blood clot in my eye and yeah. then have to you explain have to, to my Gabby's coworkers for you <laughs> yeah and then have to explain to my coworkers that someone got me talking about Nicki minaj let's talk about love shall we that's nice okay j-lo and a-rod are dating apparently is it 2002 because this feels well, like I, 2002 news. That's what I was saying. I was like, haven't they already done this? Haven't they already dated? Yeah. Or was that her and Jeter? Or was that Mariah? It was definitely Mariah and Jeter. Oh, okay. So, okay. So we have kind of been, so this is, this is sort of kind of already happened. All right. Yeah. I guess it makes sense. Like, cause I didn't really bat an eyelash after hearing this. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Great. Yeah. It's like, have, like, aren't we doing sense. this already? <laughs> exactly. Why is this news? Right. Exactly. My first thought was again. She's dating him again, but I guess this is right. A first first time drive by. Yeah. So k- kudos to them. That's yeah. nice. Kudos to them. I predict J- that it will last about as long as J Lo and Drake did. Right. Yeah. I think maybe that maybe this is just for some more promo for uh, Shades of Blue season two, which is uh, set to come out next week. No, it already um, came back. You haven't oh, been watching oh. it. It came back last week. Oh, what? Yes. Okay. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta check my DVR then. You sure what? do. Sunday nights are lit as fuck again. What is going on with Sunday? I didn't even know. There's so much TV on Sunday now. I can't keep up. I mean, I guess Sunday's always like a big ticket night. I mean, that's that's when Desperate Housewives used to be on. That's when it was it. Yeah, but it goes through dead zones sometimes. Like when The Good Wife went off, and we were in that Grammy, Super Bowl, everything sort of uh, Oscars trifecta it's kind of a dead zone because no other networks want to compete with that programming so we can't watch anything and then right after the oscars it's like all the shows came back we've got the last season really of girl all the stops yeah we've got the good fight we've got shades of blue we've got housewives of atlanta which is crazy this season like there is a lot going on on sundays so much happening so much happening okay i gotta get i gotta get with this yeah i spend half a monday just trying to catch up with what happened on Sunday. Okay. 
So, so hopefully it, it, it will have strong ratings. I don't know, though. You know, she was on The Real promoting it the other day. Yeah. See, that's the thing. That, She's on The Real. <laughs> okay. Which tells us everything. No tea, no shade, but, you know. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to say anyway. chai tea, plenty of shade. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I watched the uh, ser- the season premiere last week, and it was not that interesting. I will probably continue to watch no. it out of sort of like rote habituation, but it didn't mm-hmm. grab me story-wise. Okay. It sounds like they're probably going to... Well, you know what? You should probably continue watching, because if I know anything, they're not just going to let J-Lo go out like that and cancel it. They're going to tie it up in a nice bow and say that was like a nice capsule, you know, a capsule show. Yeah, And they're both moving on. Although, she better move on to something else, because this dance show doesn't look that hot either. She's doing another dance show? This is is where history repeats itself. World of dance. I know. Yeah, I think we're in sort of a J-Lo hot tub time machine right now yeah well anyway happy for her that a fortune grazes her in such a way that she can repeat old mistakes like this dead dog mm-hmm. is not going to still make money just keep recycling it she keeps going to, back to the well and she's making that money still so can't hate her on her for that no hey so here's the thing now since you saw get out um everyone has given it rave reviews what i want to know is this is what I really want to know. Uh oh. Um, Allison Williams. Yes. Does this does 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 the movie really change feelings about her? Or what do you what, what were your feelings about Allison before the movie and now after the movie? Listen, I only have a couple of reference points for Allison Williams, and they are not good. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first okay. one is Girls. Marnie, whatever her name is, Marnie Michaels. I don't know what her name is on that show, but she, as we talked about in the, in our interview with Grant Jamila, I think is maybe the second most uh, detestable character on that show behind Hannah. It's just mm-hmm. she's not likable. And then she went on to do that Peter Pan thing, that live musical. Oh, that's right. And also her dad is a liar. And then she did like an interview in like, I don't even know what magazine, like some like second or third tier magazine I'm going know and talked about like her day. And it was like really, really boring and whack. Did you, you know what I'm talking about? Anyway. I don't know what you're talking about and I didn't read it, but that, that tracks for Allison Williams (laughs) for sure. It's like really bland and based, but okay. So now after watching this movie, I think it's important. Which it sounds like you were saying, you guys were saying that she was perfectly cast for. Yeah. Does this does this present Allison in a different light for us? It doesn't. She, in fact, I think it's important for you to take all of that Allison Williams history that you have from these other project projects and bring it with you to this movie. Okay. Because the payoff is exquisite. Okay, because I did because I thought that maybe like people would be like, What? She gets it she is an ally and she may be somewhat woke or like, I don't want Alison Williams to get gassed up and be like, Hey guys, I'm woke. I well, know what's happening. <laughs> it's like Marnie. Well then let, lane, Marnie. let me caution you this way. Go and take all of your <laughs> Alison Williams history and take it to the movie and enjoy the movie. Do not watch any of the Alison Williams press that she's doing for the movie. <gasps> uh Oh, because so, she's so in the, the woke the Olympics. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, oh really? 
Okay. Yeah. yeah. She's finishing sentences. Okay. She's jumping in and completing thoughts for Jordan Peele. She's got sassy, right. witty, woke comebacks for everything. It's a little and bit she's exhausting. she's like, as Tennessee Coate might say. <laughs> exactly. Well, you know, no, exactly. Girl, don't do yeah. that. You, Someone should have told her. If she would have just kind of laid back in the cut and let's come to our own sort of determinations about like whether or not she gets a pass, a right. hall pass. Yes. Then it would have been fine. But I knew it. I just knew it. Yeah. I knew She's it. just a little too assertive in her wokeness. Mm-hmm. She's uh, like Jesse Spano, who took like the, you know, the uh, the no doses, overdosed on the no doses, and she's doing the I'm so excited dance. She's so during excited. all the press for the for the movie. She's so excited when she should be all scared. About yeah. <laughs> That's exactly she what's happening. Be mm. Oh, man. Anyway, I can't wait for you Just to see over- it. I can't wait to see it either. It, oh, yeah. Well, once I do, I will come back to this and I will share some of my thoughts. Sure. We'll dedicate a whole hour to it. <laughs> yeah, right. Redux. Mm-hmm. Get out Redux. Maybe we'll just splice you into the other. We'll repost the <laughs> yeah. other interview and cut it's you It's like in. I never left. Hey, guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Brand new. Um, mm. Do you know, though, who is really on my nerves in terms of detestable characters? that justin timberlake Uh oh and i don't know why but i can't let this go i think it's because earlier in the week i got caught up into a um like a k-hole with grant and angie uh just Mm -hmm. in in a group text where we were snapping back and forth gifts of janet jackson's best moments so we were like sent in gifts of each other from janet from the you want this video and from rhythm nation and uh escapade and just loving having a, a loving Janet retrospective, and mm. it just really reminded me of how upset I was that the, that Justin Timberlake essentially ruined her. And I know we've spent a lot of time talking about this, but right, you know what? I need to back it up because I did get amnesia during the Super Bowl special, and I had the audacity to say Justin Timberlake should come back and headline the Super Bowl. What was I thinking? You I think did we, say we that. recorded that. You did. <laughs> we, we were delirious. Yeah. We were. Our but heads I, were spinning the, from the, uh, it, the Lady yeah. Gaga flashing lights. That's that's exactly what it was. Yeah. yeah. But I think it was more on the on the desire to see NSYNC reunited than actually having JT do a, do a solo. Uh, but here's the thing. This week, apparently, I don't know who asked him, but he offered up his opinion on Twitter that, uh, well, let me just quote it. He said, while I'm at it, dot, 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 Frank Ocean had the real album of the year with Blonde, hashtag not fake news. Uh-oh. Like, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up for the rest of your life. He can't help himself. He can't help himself. Did you, you, did you see him on the red carpet at the Oscars? Uh Jessica Biel was like on the carpet trying to take photos and he was just kind of like, you know, just hamming it up, getting in the shot. No one asked him, but you know, he just can't help but like, you know, put himself out there. Now that's a case of too much (sighs) self-esteem. To quote my favorite movie, I'd say he suffers from a deplorable excess of personality. Maybe that's right. Yeah. He needs some like, uh, you know, personality Boniva or something like that. Right. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I mean, not to say I I did love Frank Ocean's album. It's a shame it wasn't nominated, but shut up. Like Adele and Beyonce, I, you know, you can't really have a problem with either of them. They're fine. Especially you, Oscar nominated for ripping off a Pharrell song. Right. 
Yeah. Like who? You don't get to. You can't. You don't get the. You can't. Don't talk. Just stop talking. Also, it was announced this week that Trolls is getting a sequel, which makes me feel like right. I'm being trolled. Right. We we're all being. The world's being trolled. Yeah. So he's loving it though. But you did it. <laughs> I didn't mean to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. Um. Did you see SNL this weekend? I did. Oh, what'd you think? Um, you know what? Well, we didn't talk about SNL last weekend because I was out, but <sighs> Octavia. Yeah. She had a Octavia. couple good ones. She had, she had couple, some okay. She had a couple mm. of good ones. She had a few moments. But anyway, on to this week. Uh Scarlett Johansson hosted. She had no moments. I didn't mind it. Yeah, but you know what? You know what I really like about Scarlett? I really think that she and Keenan have like a like this uh, comedy bromance thing happening. That is like where do you think that comes from. I feel like he's in every. Well, he's in. Well, they did like the, like during the opening. They did a uh, you know her greatest moments from hosting for the last five times, and the joke was that Keenan was in. It was basically just sort of clips of Keenan, right? But it does seem like they're in like a lot of sketches together. That's interesting. That's the most unexpected kind of, thing I think you've ever said. Uh, well, that's you know yeah. Maybe they just have like one of those random friendships. I'm just going to go ahead and make my own fan fiction about it. Maybe. I will say this about Scarlett Johansson. I really like her hair. She always kind of goes for this tank girl do, right? This is kind of her thing now. Yeah. I think it's because all of her movie roles require to wear ridiculous wigs. That's what I was saying. Yeah. It's like she just wants to kind of like a short shake and go and so she can throw whatever on whatever, you know, whatever is required for that day's shooting on, you know, and just go with it. Right. Just do it. Now, Lord was the musical guest. What do yeah, you think of that? That's what I really wanted to get to. Um, well, I don't know. She uh, she debuted two new songs, and mm-hmm. I can't remember anything about them except that I was. She bored. gave us. She gave us green light. I wanted her to stop. Yeah, exactly. And I think the other one was called Liability, and I was like, exactly, precisely, yeah. <laughs> precisely. She should um, have just know. performed Beyonce's Green Light. Yeah, she could have given us an indie sort of like Tiny Desk series cover, but she did not do that. You know, Lord kind of reminds me of like every, you know, sort of employee at Urban Outfitters who's like not at the cash register, like doesn't have enough personality. <laughs> and they're a little bit angry and bitter. They're like in either in like the, the jeans folding section or like the the like the candle shelves or whatever. Just okay. like kind of brooding over there. Like, right. You know, and they like don't have uniforms, so you can't tell if they yeah. actually work it's there. Like or Penelope, go over there and like yeah. Fold down the flares. Right. Don't say anything to anybody. We'll we'll leave you alone. Or you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, those songs aren't really strong. I the don't know. No, the, I mean the only thing that struck me was that I thought she looked like a child impersonating a parent at a PTA meeting. Mm. She had on like a wide leg pants. She just, did have a Chico spectacular hat. <laughs> she yeah. sure did. I mean, she mm-hmm. looks like Darlene from Roseanne. Had, right got a record deal and she had that one catchy song about not being popular. But beyond that, I don't know <laughs> if there's much there, there. I mean, yes, that I, like Royals appeared to the, da- appeal to the Daria and all of us, but I don't, I don't know mm-hmm. if there's anything else interesting about her. Yeah. I don't know. These songs just really didn't do it for me. Didn't do it at all. What did but you like think I about said, her I dance moves? Um, yeah, those dance moves there. It, they were just so like static and emotional. Emotional, emotional, and urgent. <laughs> yes. Spastic. Yeah. 
Well, and the fact that she released like two songs back to back. I mean, she, I mean, the, her debut was pretty strong. And, you know, she's really respected, or she was kind of as like this kind of breakout, young, talented singer songwriter. And, you know, she got a lot of, because wasn't she nominated for Best New Artist? Yeah, I think that she was. Okay. And, you know, I, I think that she, she probably is. And she is really talented, but I don't know. Maybe this was this like kind of follow up was a little bit too rushed. What's the rush? I feel like more. she waited too long. Really? I guess it's been three years, huh? It's been a minute. But if you don't have anything good with, don't come at all. Like don't don't try to put anything out. I would, exactly. I would have waited. I would have put a Sade on you. Uh, yeah, better. Like much better. You know, model. Sade comes out with something like every you know every leap year or, or every two leap years. Yeah. And it's wonderful. And it's great. I it's feel like, like Lord pulled a page the out of Christina Aguilera's playbook, except she skipped a page. Like they were stuck together. She came out with her debut. She skipped stripped mm-hmm. and went straight to back to basics. She's giving us a double CD and it's not very good. The starts and the stops, the starts and the stops. Yeah. I hope that's not the case for her, but you know, we'll see another artist who kind of is like in that same well, she still hasn't really like blown up or she's kind of still stalled in her sort of debut is Tanache. Yeah. She's had two on and then she's had like a slew of other songs that have kind of been put out there, but she hasn't really hit yet. And apparently she's going to be releasing her new single entitled Flame this week. And it's the, uh, I guess it's a, the, the next, the following c- single from her album entitled joyride which of course hasn't come out yet i know it's been a lot of singles she sang with britney on slumber party but like nothing has really hit yet but i think she's really talented she she writes a lot of her own stuff she's an incredible dancer but there's just nothing that's really kind of set her like kind of on that path yeah she needs a rihanna moment she needs uh like an i cut my hair everybody look at me in a jay-z verse Otherwise, mm-hmm. she's not going to springboard into the next level. But you know, those moments are very, very few and far between. Like, you know, you, not everyone can have an umbrella. Yeah, that's true. Not everyone's going to get you that. can't do that. I mean, you know, you look at, like, the landscape down. It's like all these people, like, uh, what's her name? BB, BB Rexa. Right. Like, the, the weirdest pop star names, you know, or, like, these, like, you know, pop artists. And they just aren't catching on. I think yeah. you just kind of need to keep it, keep it more simple. I don't know. But it, maybe it's just their A&R people just not knowing what to do with them or just they're just j- juggling a lot of different artists to see who actually hits, and you know, and then kind of moving on from there. But there hasn't, I don't know. I feel like kind of pop is sort of in sort of a, a, a stale pattern right now. We don't have any, we don't have any fresh blood. No, that's true. And I need it. I need a good, I need something good to run to for my cardio mix. You know what I mean? You just got to go back to you the know, classics. I That's what I do. That's yeah. what I do. Got to dig back into that Missy catalog. It's a lot of good treadmill worthy. Just do in, it. In that catalog. <clears throat> I have your next American Idol. Um, this feels Can I like play a some setup. audio for you? This feels like a setup, but please do. Okay. <laughs> What'd you think of that? 
I don't know what to think. That lady is crazy. Well, that lady's the first lady of HUD, Mrs. Ben Carson herself. I guess this was something that happened during the, the campaign, but I totally missed this. I had no idea that this happened. Yes. Yeah, but who let her do this? Who let her do this? Ben Carson. Do you think this was her idea? Tammy Carson's idea? Well, I don't know yeah. her name, but I imagine it's like Tammy or something. Brenda K. Carson? I don't know. Yeah. I, don't I feel know. like she probably wanted to, like, you know, move the spirits of the constituents. So she just had it on her heart that she needed to, to sing. Mm-mm. Preacher's wife. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, Ben, well, Ben's been, you know, a, a lot in the news lately with some of his comments about um, immigrants and, um, and slaves. Um, yeah, he and got I those think- mixed up. He really got the two conflated, didn't he? He really did. Yeah. And it was it was such a well, it was a classic Ben Carson move, definitely. But yeah, I just didn't know. It, how, it was I, on brand. That it was definitely there. It was right there on the nose. You know what? Leave it to Tammy Roman. Have you have you heard Tammy some of the Tammy stuff? She has her Instagram, but she also has like a separate kind of offshoot of it where she does the Bonnet Chronicles. Yeah, you ever seen any of this? Yeah, those are Which actually funny. Spills the tea. Yeah. These are really funny. Okay, so let's listen to what Tammy had to say about Dr. Ben. You know what I'm saying? It's talking about slaves as immigrants. I guess you thought Harriet Tubman was a travel agent, too. It's like you cousins with Portia. You thought all the blacks bought a ticket and got on the Underground Railroad? Get the fuck out of here. It's like, you know, saying that shit is like saying uh, uh, rape victims are sexual partners. It's like saying kidnap victims are roommates. I don't understand where you come from, man. It's like on behalf of the black community, I'd like to trade Ben in for Adele. At least she honors us. Or Christy Teigen. Okay. I think we don't have to say anything else. Yeah, we don't need to respond. Thank you, Tammy Roman, for addressing this and articulating what was on all of our hearts. Everybody's hearts. She really stirred our spirits with that one. Yeah. I like this lane for her. I do, too. I I didn't really know that she was such a funny comedian. Yeah. Is she trying to springboard into, like, scripted comedy? She should. Well, you know, well, first she got her, her jaw wired shut in the real world. Which is LA. her Remember first that? act of comedy. I sure do. Oh, man, that was the first one for sure. She told and us it wasn't not funny. So she was yeah, she's already always, telling us she was bringing the comedy. Right. She's always kind of been doing comedy. I mean, mm-hmm. she did her son on the real world. And then she followed up with some basketball wives, which had some hilarious moments. Yeah. And then did you ever see the first pilot episode of Halle Berry's Extant? Was she in that? I think you need to back it up, go to the INDB, and check it out. Because Tammy Roman was like her, her neighbor like on the first episode. I was you like, know, what? I watched every episode of Extant, by the way, both seasons, and I completely mm. forgot that happened. That's right. That's right. You've been listening to This Dummy with David Clark and Jacob Jeffries. As always, you can find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play. You can join us on Facebook in our group, Deep Thoughts by This Dummy. That's Thoughts, T-H-O-T-S. And find us on Twitter at This Dummy Tweets. We'll see you next time.